why do I say this? Because we constantly have us and find ourselves not dealing with ourselves properly. Self-love also includes certain boundaries. Self-love also includes certain principles. Self-love also includes you being aware that you need to take time for yourself to set out the things that are do's and don'ts. The things that are non-negotiable because that is how you're able to hold yourself accountable to the greater things of life. You don't owe anyone anything but being your true self. But if you have no principles or boundaries in place, you can be anyone, you can be swayed anyway. Please, 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 it's so important that we set up these boundaries, that we set up these principles. Whatever that is for you, sit down after this, whilst you're talking, whilst you're listening to this, and after, please, 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 I cannot say enough. Take some time, create those boundaries, create, write down those principles for yourselves. You're listening to Journey to Fatherhood. A podcast that inspires and equips men to becoming more intentional and feeling more supported on the journey to fatherhood. Why wait to become a father before learning how to be a good one? My name is Chinidimo Wanaya, a young man also on his journey with a desire to help men become great fathers despite their past personal experiences. I'll be sitting with different guests to bring you great value, sharing their knowledge and their experiences as we all embark on this amazing journey. This podcast, though targeted towards men, ladies, you will also gain great value from the conversations. Now, without further ado, let the journey begin. Hello and welcome to Journeys of Fatherhood. It's Chinadim here. And if this is your first time, I want to welcome you to the Journeys of Fatherhood podcast. Please, 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 I need four things from you. How did you find out about Journey to Fatherhood podcast? And where are you listening from? Why are you listening? And what would you like to gain from this? Because those four things are very important. And I'll say it again, how you found out about the Journey to Fatherhood podcast, where you're listening from, why you're listening, and what you'd like to really gain from this podcast. The reason I ask that to you and from you is because all that information is necessary for us to ensure that we're able to tailor the right conversations in the right manner so that you can gain the most out of this because I truly appreciate your time and time is so priceless so that I want to make sure that your time is rewarded in a good way with great conversations that will truly help you in your journey. So without further ado, now that the, congratulations, um, the introductions are done, I want to just start things off by just taking you back to last week's episode. Last week's episode, if you haven't heard it yet or listened to it or watched it yet, it was on the topic of the toxic slash addictive saving mentality. I say that again, the toxic slash addictive saving mentality. And that really stemmed from a place where I was sharing with you all about the recent discoveries I started having with myself a few months ago where I found myself being so obsessed with people needing my help, so obsessed with people coming to me for help, that I started allowing it to be my validation of my value. So I craved helping people. And whilst people can have a passion for helping, it gets to a point where it can become toxic in the fact that I was so much more focused on people that needed help coming to me and not seeking help myself which was very contradictory because a lot of times when I was helping them, I encouraged them for reaching out and seeking help, but not really expressing 
my issues with someone that could actually help me. Why do I say that? And this journey to manhood, or this journey through manhood and to fatherhood, it's so important. It's so important that we are able to identify areas in which we need to grow, areas in which we need to heal. We have had guests come on the show where they've talked about childhood experiences that they had to struggle with. They had to seek help. They had to get some help from somewhere. They had to accept that they needed to fix it. They had to accept that they needed help. And the truth about it, it's one of those things that I have to constantly work on. I have to constantly remind myself that it's okay to seek help. It's okay. It's absolutely okay. It's okay to feel down and reach out to someone for help. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. Just because you're the one to encourage other people, just because you're the one that encourages people, does not mean that you do not need to be encouraged. Just because you're the one that encourages people does not mean that you don't need to be encouraged. What does this have to do with manhood? As I go through my journey, picking on from last week, after the, after the episode from last week, I had to sit down along with a few other people with my emotional intelligence coach, Ashley Zahabian, and she really brought some great lights to a few things I raised. One of those being my desire to get into... Um, get into the counselor mode very quickly. And if you look properly with a lot of things, it stems from an experience growing up or not something you've picked up along the way. And even before we go into that, I want to remind you that last week I was talking about how I got so obsessed with just people seeing them, seeing me as someone they could turn to and almost got lost in this toxic savior mentality that I now define myself by helping people as opposed to even making sure I was getting the right help I needed. Now, when I raised that with my emotional intelligence coach, she said something quite profound. So she took me on a, on a journey. She took me on a journey to the past where she really asked me to challenge myself in terms of trying to understand where does that desire stem from? And if you're listening to this now, you're part of my family, so I'm very transparent. And as a friend of mine, Haley Melinda always says, we need more real models as opposed to role models. So I wanted to really take a step back. And whilst we were talking, I had to take a step back and re really look back at my life and realize that a lot of it stems from the fact that my father wasn't emotionally available. Growing up, my father wasn't the type to come and ask you, how are you feeling? What are you going through? Do you need some emotional? Do you need some counsel? Do you need some advice? That wasn't really my dad's kind of arena. And we're still working on it. Um, it's ongoing, we're still working on it. And when she's when she got me to dig deep, it now became a thing where I started to realize that a lot of that desire to always be the one to help came from a, a place of seeking validation. Always wanted to seek validation where I placed my worth on how many people came to me with their troubles. Or I placed my value to people or my significance by how many people came to me with their troubles. And it got so bad because at a point I even got, whenever I started talking with people, even if it was guys or females, it was one of those things where a part of me just wanted to find out how can I help them, even when they didn't ask for it. 
it's almost like going to a place where there's a lot of gold and you're looking for the, <laughs> where there's a lot of gold and you're looking for the dirt. You're looking for the dirt. How can I clean the dirt off this gold? How can I find dirt that I can clean off? But the gold is right there. And I say that in as, as metaphorically as it sounds, it's what I was doing for so long. That I, even when I was producing motivational content, I was so down and beaten inside me that I wasn't asking anyone help for help. But when I created the content, I said, please bring your troubles to me. Bring your problems to me. I want to help because at a time not realizing it was what gave me life. It was what gave me excitement and joy by helping people, but not realizing in the midst of helping people, I was ignoring the fact that I needed help. And we do this so many times to ourselves. A lot of guys that come from the same upbringing as me can go either two ways. When their their fathers or their male role models, male role um, father figures aren't emotionally available, they can go two different ways. And there may be a third, but these are the two ways I, from my personal experience, I've seen. They can either decide to be emotionally unavailable just like their father was growing up, or they could go hyperdrive, where because they didn't receive that, they just want to give it. They want to give it so much to the point where they don't set the right principles up or they don't set the right boundaries. Now, where am I taking this with boundaries and principles? Before I go into that, there was a definition I found online and it was truly amazing. And because I didn't want to mess up the definition, I wrote it down. And this is what it says. So it describes a principle as a foundation as a fundamental truth or proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or for a chain of reasoning. I'll repeat that again. It says a principle is a fundamental truth or proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or for a chain of reason. So a principle can be developed from either experience, experiences or things you've learned. And why is that important? Because sometimes you can have a principle that is toxic, but whenever anyone tries to advise you against it, because it's your life principle and you didn't even know you set that principle, you just keep ignoring the, the red signs and everything they're telling you. One that is synonymous with so many people and a lot of times is that, and I, I can definitely tell from this because I saw my mother growing up. My mother was a very hardworking woman. She was a very, and she still is a very hardworking woman, always doing this, this, this. I think growing up, there was a time she had three jobs at a time and still taking care of the family, still being there presently. Of course, you know, when you're watching TV and you turn on the TV five minutes and she's gone, she's sleeping. Those times I understood. But in my head, without realizing, I was laying a principle or creating a principle that made me think that if I wasn't busy, I wasn't productive. And of course, many people are aware that being busy doesn't mean being productive. But I was so lost in that. I couldn't even sometimes sit down and just enjoy a TV show. And I found myself, if I wasn't, if I was, if I wasn't feeling, if I didn't think I was being busy, I felt down. And that put me in a cycle where I ended up doing nothing. And of course, what you know is a compound effect where you don't feel bad for feeling bad for doing nothing. It was a really warped idea. So what has this got to do with the conversation we did we had last week? 
I started to stem in terms of my platonic relationship with friends and as well my um, attraction to women, a lot of it started coming from a place where without knowing it unconsciously, I sought people that were like me. I was seeking people that from conversation, the first conversation we tend to have with my friends, I tried to find out what almost like I'm doing an investigation as what are their problems? Do we have the same problems? Do we have broken father figures? Um, do we have same things that we can mourn over uh, together? And that's a very toxic place to come from. But it's not uncommon. The reason why I say it's not uncommon, because unfortunately, unfortunately, it breaks my heart to say it. A lot of couples, a lot of men and women get together with the same problems. No one's trying to heal from it. No one's even addressing it. But they don't realize that's actually the true attraction that they have for each other. That's where it stems from. That attraction brings them together and they build a family where everyone is still going through their own problems and not even trying to deal with it. Maybe the, maybe the guy comes from a toxic family where every, their idea of communication is just being physically present. And maybe the girl comes from the same, her idea of being emotionally available, um, being present is just being physically present. And so they grow up with kids that are lacking in that in terms of that emotional availability. And it really defeats the very purpose they set out because a lot of people, when they grow up in these environments where their parents, maybe their father or their mother, most of the times their father is not emotionally available, they end up saying, okay, do you know what? When I grow up, when I grow up, I want to be better than this. And they end up falling into the same trap that their parents were growing up because they ignore, they ignore the importance of dealing with those issues. So they develop a principle where they don't even realize they're living by that principle. Now they start comparing themselves, well, at least I'm at home. And even if you're not married, if you're still dating, you need to be mindful. And this is something I'm having to be more open-minded about, be more reflective about. Because we have principles. When you're applying for a job, you set a principle, you set, you set um criteria where it needs to be, if I'm searching for another job, I need to be earning this much. It needs to be either remote or flexible. You pick one. Or it needs to be in this location. Principles that we're not going to be wavered by. Why don't we do that for our lives? Why don't we do that for the things that we do? If we can do that for a job, set up criteria and standards of what we, on non-negotiable principles. Why can't we do that? And why don't we do that for our lives? You're able to set up principles that say it has to be this, 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 this. I need to have this, 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 this for me to take a job or a role or position in this company. But you're not able to set those principles up for yourself in terms of your journey through life. The relationship, have you have you actually sat down instead of just rushing and wanting to feel validated? Validate yourself. Validate yourself. When was the last time you really took time out and just sat down and thought to yourself, what are the whys? Why do I think like this? Why do I have this belief? Why do I do this? Because a lot of times when you ignore the whys, when you don't challenge your thinking and your beliefs and your principles, you, you, you very, very often find yourself lost because you ask yourself, how did I get here? 
it's better to ask yourself why along the way. Why do I think this? Why do I think that being productive means being busy, being tired, being stressed? That's the sign of success. Why do I have that belief? Is that what I grew up with? Is that what I had around me? Because sometimes we know the things that are wrong, but because we're so used to living in, in, in almost automated mode by those principles, we don't change. So you need to sit down, review constantly, regularly. What are my motivations behind this? Why do I think this? Now, going on to the area of boundaries, guys, listen, I'm telling you, we need to be mindful of this. We need to open our eyes to this because a lot of people are being hurt by this. What I'm talking about is the lack of boundaries. Lack of boundaries. From a personal experience for a long time, especially during my university time, which was about four years ago, during the time I was at university, it was only till after that I realised I didn't set the right boundaries. Because bearing in mind, I was so caught up in this idea of always being someone's helper, people's helper. That I had conversations where I wanted to just help people, you know, when they go through, when they talk about things they went through childhood growing up. I took on the counselor role when I wasn't even ready for it. What do I mean by that? I was so emotionally available to them and they were open and vulnerable and speaking, and there's nothing wrong with that, sharing and seeking help. But I didn't set up the right boundaries. What that meant was that there was miscommunication. Because I was the one they always turned to when they needed help, especially females turned to me when they needed help, or when they needed someone's advice, when they needed counseling with something, it creates a bond that if care's not taken, someone can be misled. And that happened a lot. It happened a lot of times. And I've heard the story, I've heard it so many times where females come along and say, well, he led me on to think there was something when there wasn't. It's not an excuse that, oh, you were just trying to be helpful. If you set up those boundaries, and of course, it's a two-way thing where the other party needs to also be mindful of what they perceive and not be quick to rush the judgment. But as much as possible, guys, we need to be mindful of it. Because truth is that sometimes you don't even know you're doing it. And you're just crossing those boundaries because you don't even have boundaries yourself. If you're staying up at night, 11 p.m., 12 p.m., talking about very deep issues and there is actually a relationship, there, there, you just have to be very careful about it. There needs to be clear boundaries, principles that you stand by, non-negotiable principles. Because the same way you have this criteria and these standards of what needs to be ticked off before you go for this job, you also need to have the same thing for the way you conduct yourself in terms of relationship forming with even friends. Your principles, if for example, if it's that if this person is very toxic, no, I'm not chilling with them, I'm not building a, a friendship, even a friend with them. Because if you have those principles, you're able to hold yourself accountable and say, okay, yes, this didn't work out because they were against my principles. Now, talking about even dating, don't just go into something to discover yourself. Because a lot of times, the per if you actually have principles and you have non-negotiable principles when it comes to dating and even friends form forming friendships, 
you're able to know right from the get-go, or at least to narrow it down if they fit and they meet those principles, if they're in line with those principles, those relationships. You save yourself so much time and hurt, and you save them as well. Because when people have principles, they're able to live a structured life. Not that it's so mechanical, but in terms of having a bit more control. Because there are things that are in your circle of influence. You decide what you're going to eat for breakfast. You decide what, how many steps you're going to take today. In the same manner, as simple as those two things sound, you can decide what direction your life takes by the principles you have, the boundaries you create. I say this because a lot, a lot of guys have gone into deep relationships where because they didn't really have principles and they didn't have the right boundaries, they found themselves stuck and not able to talk. Vice versa. Vice versa. And uh, what I would really love to do in the next few, very soon, they bring some guests along that will talk about this relationship formation. Because a lot of guys come from a family where the father was not emotionally present. So like I said, they go either one of the two, where they end up becoming emotionally unavailable themselves growing up, or they end up going hyperdrive, where they're trying to validate themselves by being overbearing and then being obsessed with people coming to them for help. There's nothing, listen, let me clarify this. There is nothing wrong with you wanting to help people, but make sure you have the right boundaries and right principles in place. Why do I say this? Because we constantly have us and find ourselves not dealing with ourselves properly. Self-love also includes certain boundaries. Self-love also includes certain principles. Self-love also includes you being aware that you need to take time for yourself to set out the things that are do's and don'ts, the things that are non-negotiable, because that is how you're able to hold yourself accountable to the greater things of life. You don't owe anyone anything but being your true self. But if you have no principles or boundaries in place, you can be anyone, you can be swayed anyway. Please, 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 it's so important that we set up these boundaries, that we set up these principles. Whatever that is for you, sit down after this, whilst you're talking, whilst you're listening to this, and after, please, 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 I cannot say it enough. Take some time, create those boundaries, create, write down those principles for yourselves. Whether it be in terms of what you want for your life, in terms of your personal development, your relationships, your future career, whatever it is, set, write them, write them and make them plain. Review them and stick by them. And always be okay to challenge yourself, ask yourself, why? Review your behaviours and ask yourself, why do I think like this? Why do I act like this? Because those questions when you ask yourself why could very be, very well be the reason when you're able to get back on the right track because you find out what doesn't work, what doesn't fit your new principles and what does. But please, it's so important. I really wanted to come in here to share that. And I just have an announcement for you. Uh, this week, we're going to be turning a year old. Um, we started a podcast on the 4th of April. We're going to be turning one. Journey to fatherhood is going to be turning one. And Journey to Fatherhood actually started during a pandemic, which if you listen to the first episode, Why Fatherhood, 
I go into depth about the reason why I started the podcast. So please make sure you check that out. But trust me, we've got some big announcements next episode for what we plan to do after the year anniversary of Journey to Fatherhood podcast. And as always, please, 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 if this has benefited you, please leave a review. Hit the like button, hit the follow button on all the podcast platforms. Hit the subscribe platform, subscribe button on the YouTube channel, Journeys of Fatherhood. Please show your support and let's get this message out because we all need principles and boundaries in order to be able to make the most and get the most out of life. So with that, I'll see you next week. Make sure that you don't just take these things as something to listen to, but something to act on. See you next week. Thank you.